Open up your Bibles. Go with me to 2 Corinthians. Chapter 8. Second Corinthians chapter 8, we're going to begin in verse 1. Now I want you to know, dear brothers and sisters, what God in his kindness has done through the churches in Macedonia. They are being tested by many trial, many troubles, and they are very poor, but they are also filled with, abo with abundant joy, which has overflowed in rich generosity. For I can testify that they gave not only what they could afford, but far more. And they did it of their own free will. They begged us again and again for the privilege of sharing in the gift for the believers in Jerusalem. They even did more than we had hoped, for their, for their first action was to give themselves to the Lord and to us just as God wanted them to do. So we have urged Titus, who encouraged your giving in the first place, to return to you and encourage you to finish this ministry of giving. Everybody say, finish the ministry of giving. Verse 7, since you excel in so many ways in your faith, your gifted speakers, your knowledge, your enthusiasm, and your love from us, I want you to excel also in this generous, in this gracious act of giving. I'm not commanding you to do this, but I'm testing how genuine your love is by comparing it with the eagerness of the, of the other churches. You know the generous grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor so that by his poverty, he could make you rich. Hallelujah. What, was, what were they talking about? What was the Apostle Paul talking about in that scripture? Was he talking about peace? Was he talking about love? Yes. But he was talking about money. Look at your neighbor and say Amen. I want to tell you something. Poverty is a curse. Poverty is a curse. There's not one scripture in the entire Bible that talks about of any type of benefit poverty has. Poverty of lack of resources, lack of wealth. Poverty is a curse. Everybody say that with me. Poverty is a curse. And the curse must be broken. The curse must be broken. Here, the Apostle Paul was talking and showing us how the curse was broken off of a people. The church of Macedonia, they were so well known for their poverty, the Bible calls them poor. You know you're poor when the Bible calls you poor. When the Bible calls you poor, you know you're poor. I, 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 there's not many people the Bible says, those poor people, they were poor. They, got, they had nothing. They were poor. That's the only script, that's one of the few scriptures that I've read that the Bible just specifically calls someone out as being, they were poor people. But the word of God says that they were poor people, but something happened to them. And it's my prayer that what happened to them will happen to you today. The curse of poverty was broken off their life. 
and they were able to enter into a new ministry, a way of serving God, a way of, of, of operate under the anointing of God to, to promote the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that ministry was the ministry of giving. Everybody say ministry of giving. Again, ministry of giving. Giving is a ministry. The, Bible, the Apostle Paul talks about just like some of you excel in, in, in preaching, some of you excel in your faith, some of you excel in this ministry and that ministry, excel in this one too. Amen? And he gave us an opportunity to be able to serve God in our giving. It's impossible to serve God in giving if you are poor, if the curse of poverty is on your life. So here the Apostle Paul was declaring that Jesus, though he was rich, yet he became poor for us so that through his poverty we might become rich. Jesus paid the price for man's poverty. There are many people that are gifted and talented. Many people have skills and abilities, but yet it doesn't matter how much they work or how much they increase, they still are at the end of the day, they still do not have enough. I remember when I was, when I was in India ministering and there were thousands of people and the, the poorest people you could imagine, majority of people had barely had clothes on their back and the, in the jungles of India and I'm on the, the, the stage preaching to them about the things of God. We had just bought, I believe it was like, like 100 uh, sandals for the, the orphan kids that were there. And I had given everything I had. I, we had paid for food. We had blessed them with, with, with all that we had. And, and I wanted to give more. And I knew that, that if, if, if we just had a little bit more, we could be another blessing before we left the community. We were preaching the gospel. But we, you know, how many know that faith without works is dead? You know, we don't talk about just, yeah, hey, you know, use your faith to, to, to get some food. No, we feed you. Amen. And I wanted to bless them, but I already had, I had no more resources. I was I already given everything. I already given everything. And so I, I was there on the, on the crusade stage before I was, I was getting ready to preach, and I made a phone call to a businessman here in Texas. And I began to tell him about what God was doing. And I said, listen, I need you to do something for the Lord today. I need you to give $500 so that we could bless this community one more time before we leave. The man heard and he said, yes, I'll do that. I'll do that. But after I hung up the phone, that was the last time I heard from him. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. Why? Because to him, money was more valuable than his service unto the Lord. Money was more valuable than him excelling in the ministry of giving. Giving is sacrifice. Everything that you have is a tool to serve the Lord. And if God is asking for that, and you are, are, are not willing to give it unto God, you made your money an idol. You have said, this is bigger than my God. Matter of fact, you're saying, this money is my God. That's why the Lord will always challenge us in our giving. We are here on a time limit. And God has this great blessing, an anointing to prosper. He wants to remove the curse off of you and your children and your children's children. Because when God breaks the curse, it's not just for your generation, but for every generation afterwards. 
When he brings you out, that curse of poverty is forever broken. Amen. But it takes obedience. It takes faith. It takes stepping out and declaring that the curse is broken and then living that way. Stepping into the ministry of giving. Just to let you know, within a year, not only did we bless that community, but we built an orphanage that, that, that sleeps 300 kids now. Amen? Why? Because God, the first thing is God puts the desire in your heart. I had a desire to give. I had a desire to bless. I had a desire to do. And it didn't matter what it took. There's an anointing that will bring in the resources we don't serve a poor God. We serve a God that blesses and empowers. He wants to empower you to prosper. The Bible says the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and adds no sorrow. He wants to provide. He wants to bless. He wants to empower you so that you can excel in your ministry. I thank God that I have this microphone. Because if, if I didn't have this microphone, I could talk to the first two rows. But because I have this microphone, I can talk to the entire church and I can talk to the entire world through those, those video cameras. Amen? But this microphone is just a tool. And it took resources to purchase it. It took thing, people sacrificing so that I could preach the gospel today to mass people. Why? Because I'm in a time limit. I thank God for the one-on-one -on -one ministry, and I'm faithful there. But the Bible says if you're faithful to little, he'll make you ruler of much. I remember preaching when nobody was here. One of my first services I preached in the youth group. I was working real hard just trying to get kids in there so I could preach to them. I'd make flyers and invite everybody, and, and I would set up everything. And, and working really hard, I worked about two hours, three hours just setting up so I could preach. And come service time, you know, a couple of kids would come in and we'd have church and, and that was good. And, and then one day the Lord says, you're working too hard, stop it. He said, just get ready to preach. So I did that. Come service time, not one showed up. I pressed record on the little tape player we had there. And I began to preach my message to an empty room. I had set two chairs up. That's all I did. I didn't set up all the chairs. I set up two chairs, and I preached in an empty room. And I was preaching good. About 30 minutes into my message, these two teens that I never met before show up. And they sat right in the, those chairs. I'm thinking, man, you messed up my, my recording. Because now I'm going to have to tell you everything I just got finished saying. And, and I led them to Jesus. They gave their heart to the Lord. And, and we prayed. And, and then, I, and then I, I, we had some board games. And they started playing the board games. And, and when I finished showing them where the games were so they could just fellowship, I turned around. There was two other teens there. And I led them to Jesus. I started with nobody, but I had four salvations at the end of the day. That is just faithfulness. The Lord will give you the harvest, amen. But the Bible talks about the faithful, the little, you, you become ruler over much. If you're believing God for a great increase in, in prosperity and blessing for your, your family and your life, that the curse of poverty be broken, it's not about the thousands of dollars that you'll give tomorrow. What are you doing with the $10 you, give, you have today? You start where you're at. 
and you begin to trust in the Lord, begin to declare that you are a minister in giving. Tell your neighbor, I'm a minister in giving. I excel in my ministry. And we give to the preaching of the gospel. The Bible says that those Macedonian people, the way they broke out was they first gave themselves to God. I give you myself, Lord. When, you know, we, we put the offering buckets here, but really they're too small. Because the offering that God seeks is you. He wants you to put yourself in that bucket. I give you myself. They gave themselves to God. And then they began to give to the apostles for the preaching of the gospel. Hallelujah. And here's the thing. They were famous for being poor. They were famous for, for not having anything. But something broke where they began to give what they had. And then they began to give above what they had. How can you give above what you have? Something happened that when they began to give, an abundance came upon them that they were able to give and give and give. Where the apostles said they didn't just give what we were hoping. They gave far exceeded what we were asking or hoping. I pray that become your testimony. That you'll be able to give far greater than you are able to give today. Because of the blessing and the abundance of God. The beautiful thing about the Lord is, see, these people, when they gave themselves to God, God began to tell them to, what to give, and they began to give in that direction. But then they began to give more because God kept on showing them they could give more. What would you do if the anointing of increase came upon your life and you began to break through? Where all your debts were paid and all your bills were, and you had more than enough to be a blessing to your family, would you, continue, would you give more to God? Will you serve the Lord? Well, pastor, you know, I need to have this amount of money in your bank. Whatever money you have in your bank, if your heart is not given to God, it, 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 it will rust away. It will blow away. It will become nothing. Don't you know that anything that you try to store up for yourself, it just goes away. It goes away. Thieves break in and steal. But the Bible says if you lay up your treasures in heaven where moth and rust does not corrupt nor thieves break in and steal. The Bible says wherever your treasure is, that's where your heart is. If your treasure is here in this world, I'm telling you, my friend, you're going to be disappointed. At the end of the day, you might store up the greatest wealth, the greatest riches in the bank. But at the end of the day, your life will be taken, your life will be over, and somebody else will, will spend it. Someone else will enjoy it. But if you will begin to serve God with your wealth and serve God with your life, not only will your family and your household will, will walk in God's prosperity, but there will always be a joy, there will always be a peace, and the world will be changed because you promoted and you supported the preaching of the gospel. Amen. I'm not sharing a testimony. I'm not sharing a story that I, did, I have not walked out. I want to tell you, I, I've been serving the Lord many years. And I, my, my testimony is that God is faithful. He has blessed my family. And the same God that has blessed my family is the same God that will bless your family as well. Amen. I mean, who does this at church where we give everything away free? Where we just want to bless. We want to help. We want to support. We're, we're doing a network, a television network now, FPG Family. 
and we don't even pick up any offerings or, or any fundraisers or tele, telethons on it because we're just going to use our faith in God that God, God shall supply. You must say, well, pastor, you know, that, that, that's lunacy. How are you going to pay the bills? I don't plan on paying the bills. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. My, my faith is that God is going to bless you. And that then whatever poverty might be operating in your family, it will be broken in the name of Jesus. And that you will come and give liberally to God to serve him for the preaching of the gospel. I believe that God is raising up many ministers that excel in giving. This is the only way to break out of poverty. You can have millions in the bank, but if you're, if you don't, if you're not rich unto God, you're poor. You're poor. And matter of fact, you are to be, you know, it's, it, 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 it's not just poverty, but it's a waste. You waste it, you're wasted on things that don't, ma don't matter anything to eternity. But if you will honor the Lord, start with your tithe. Start with your offerings. Ask the Lord to speak to you about your giving. And as, as the Lord speaks to you, be obedient to that. I've always shared this, that the greatest blessing is not material wealth, but the greatest blessing is knowing that when God speaks, you can hear. There was a man that, that started coming to church, and he enjoyed what God was, was speaking to him in the service, and he, he didn't really have a purpose and a destiny for his life. But he heard this message on 2 Corinthians about excelling in the ministry of giving. And he made a point. He said, Lord, if you'll use me, I want to excel in the ministry of giving. He began to give. And as he began to give in his tithes and his offerings, and he stepped into his ministry of giving, his business began to explode. He had one contract. It was his largest contract. And the moment that he began to, to give, that, that the they canceled the contract. And he's thinking, wait a minute, how can I excel in the ministry of giving when it seems like the, uh, I'm losing now? But he went back to God. He said, Lord, this is your ministry. It's no longer my business. It's your ministry. And within a week, not only did that, other, that business come back, they paid him more, and he had seven new businesses that were hiring him for his services. To, the, to this day, this man gives thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars every month just to support the preaching of the gospel. But it's because he claimed that anointing to excel in the ministry of giving. Hallelujah. How many of you want to enter into the ministry of giving? How many of you want God's abundance upon your life? That it overflows, that you always have more than enough to honor the Lord and more than enough to bless your community and bless your family. Hallelujah. How many want that anointing to prosper in your life? You need to begin to declare, I'm going to step into the ministry of giving. I claim it in the name of Jesus. That's why the scripture says, though he was rich, yet he became poor so that we might become rich. Why does it say might? Because you have to use your faith that God has risen you up. That Jesus has broken the curse of poverty over your life. That you are no longer the poor, but you are the rich. Amen. Somebody say, I am the rich. I am the rich. Rich people are supposed to give to God. Rich people are supposed to be generous givers. Rich people are there to serve the Lord. I'm not talking about rich people of this world. I'm talking about rich people in the kingdom of heaven that trust in the power of God and live for divine purposes. Amen.
And even what you, you know, when you begin to declare, I am the rich, I'm going to excel in the ministry of giving, then you are putting yourself in position for the Holy Spirit to move on your behalf, to direct your steps, for angels to go before you and bring an increase, for wisdom and understanding to flow upon you. Doors will be opened supernaturally. Blessings will overtake you in Jesus' mighty name. Favor of God will be upon your life because you're not playing fair no more. You're not trusting in the strengths of man. You're trusting in the power of God. And what the word of God has declared over your life, it is available and it is yours if you receive it by faith in Jesus' name. If you receive it by faith, say, I receive it in Jesus' name. Again, I receive it in Jesus' name. So when we come in the tithes and offerings, this is not just a time to, oh, I'm just going to put something in the plate. Don't tip God. Keep it. You're going to need it. If you're not giving to the King of kings and the Lord of lords, if you're not serving the Lord in the ministry of giving, whatever tip you want to give God, just hold on to it. God does not need your prosperity. He doesn't need your wealth. He doesn't need your tips. He wants you. He wants you to serve him in the ministry of giving. There's two ministries that everybody is called to. Two ministries that everyone is called to. Number one, we're called to be a witness, to tell people about Jesus. It's called the ministry of reconciliation, bringing people back to God. And the second is the ministry of giving. Amen? And it's not one or the other. We are compelled and commanded and charged to step into these, these ministries. Amen? I believe that we have a lot of ministers that will excel in the ministry of giving here this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Y'all receive that word today. Can we give God praise? Amen. Let's go and honor God with our tithes and offerings. If you need an envelope, there's an envelope in the front of your chair. If you'd like to give online, go to our website, faithpleasesgod.com. You can also give using Cash App, FPG Church, dollar sign FPG Church. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You might say, well, pastor, it's real easy for someone that has a lot to talk about giving. Give where you're at. Give where you're at. There was this one man, he, he started going to Bible school, and he started hearing word like this about prosperity and about God's blessing. And he had one dollar. And so he made, and they were meeting every day, and he, he made this this declaration in his heart. He said, God, I'm going to give you a dollar today, but tomorrow I want to give you two. So he gave that dollar, and the next day he had two dollars, so he gave two. And he said, Lord, I want to give three. And you know what? As long as I'm coming, I just want to give one dollar more every time I come. And so he was adding three, four, five, six. He got up to 16. And uh, he had a, he didn't, he had a, a 10 and a 5, but he didn't have a $1 bill. And he's like, but Lord, I wanted to give you 16 today, but I don't have that $1 that makes the difference. And as he's telling God this, during the service, somebody tapped him on the shoulder and gave him a dollar. Why? Because this was a young man that was stepping out in the ministry of giving. Here's the beautiful thing about it. God will help you along the way. 
How many of you believe in the Holy Spirit and His presence and His power? And the Spirit of God will lead you. He will lead you, especially when you make these desires known to God. Lord, I want to give greater tomorrow than what I've given today. God, you know, this week, I don't know where the resources are going to come, but I know that you'll provide. But Lord, by Sunday next week, I want to be able to give you more than what I gave today. And you begin to talk to the Lord and allow him to bless you. Watch how God begins to open up doors. Amen? And here's one thing I'll caution you, though. When you make a vow before the Lord or a declaration to God, don't just, I mean, you have to, you have to fulfill it. Amen? You have, to, you have to fulfill it, especially as you have seen God to be faithful in your life. You have to fulfill it. Because the Holy Spirit will remind you. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is, is greater than my, my mother. He doesn't forget a thing. <laughs> Amen? He'll remind you, hey, you said this. And he'll give you the power to do it. Amen? Hallelujah. How many of you want to be able to give tomorrow more than you give in today? Amen. Everyone, stand up on your feet. And as we pray over today's offerings, I'm praying, we're going to pray that you will see that anointing of prosperity come upon you in a greater measure. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I see, I see increase coming in the name of Jesus. Increase coming that, that is going to meet the needs of tomorrow. There are great needs that shall rise up, but there will be great prosperity and increase that will rise up. You will minister to one to another. You will have a strength where others will have a weakness, but you'll be able to minister to them and share with them the blessing of the Lord. Hallelujah. Do not withhold what God has called for. Do not be fearful of stepping out in faith and believing God for great and mighty things. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, I thank you that that you have called us to serve you, that we serve you in every area of our life. We serve you in our giving. We serve you in our faithfulness to, 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 to serve the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And Lord, as we give today, Lord, there are many that are being stretched, that are being tested and, and tried, Father God, that you are speaking to their heart about honoring you with their tithes and their offerings and stepping into this ministry of giving. But, Father, we know that you are faithful. And, Lord, I pray that you will open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that there will not be room enough to receive. Lord, that you will show forth your glory upon their life, that they will have such an abundance that there will be a blessing to, there will be a blessing wherever they go, Father God. And that the curse of poverty is forever broken off of their family's life. I thank you, Father God, because whom the Son sets free is free indeed. We honor you with our giving, and we thank you for your anointing to prosper. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Come and give us God leads you today.